0: Welcome to the Black Knight Nation podcast. I'm Sal Antardinado. The Black Knight Nation podcast is sponsored by Higher Echelon. Higher Echelon is a world class consulting firm that trains employees in sports psychology secrets that drastically improve work performance. Founder Joe Ross is retired Army. He was an Army fullback and he also was an Army football assistant coach. And we thank Joe Ross for sponsoring this podcast. And we're happy to welcome a former Army hockey player who uh, spent this year with the Rochester uh, Americans his rookie season in the AA. AJ um Dom Franco thanks a lot for joining us Tom.
1: Hey how you doing? Thanks for having me on. No problem, no problem. Um
0: just uh great to catch up with you. The season um we just talked about this before we went on. The season just ended on Sunday. Um man, uh, you were talking about the games and the schedule and that stuff. Um maybe uh g- g- glad to have a little downtime here in the middle of May to uh yeah. Really yeah.
1: <laughs> relax a little bit or yeah, it's, um, it's definitely nice, especially, uh, with all the COVID protocols, not being able to see family or, um, you know, we were, we were pretty, uh, we advised pretty heavily just to stay in the house and try to be as smart as you can throughout the year. So it's, it's been nice to be able to come home and see the family. And now that things are starting to get a little more back to normal, I'll be able to meet up with some friends I haven't seen in a while, but, uh, yeah, a week or two, a week or two off the ice would be nice, just to kind of reset before the summer training really kicks off.
0: Nice. Uh, I guess um, first start off with hockey. Hockey players in general, right? When do you start um, picking up the sport, and when do you think it's going to become maybe the sport your sport of choice? Because I know that it's definitely a different route for the really good players in in the United States. It's not just that. Uh, club hockey there's a little it's a lot more than club hockey and you you had an experience where you went to Canada and played some junior hockey before you even went to West Point right um walk us through that a little bit and what that's like
1: yeah obviously hockey is probably the only sport that where you see like the average college player is 20 21 years old as a freshman but um yeah it's kind of uh developed into junior hockey has kind of become the pathway for players who are looking to play college hockey and um so i did um an extra year of high school as well which like a lot of people do um at a prep school in new hampshire so that put me back one year and then um after i graduated from there um i was fortunate enough to get the chance to go out to british columbia to play for a year which was it was amazing it was uh definitely cool moving all the way across the country and get to uh experience uh canada and then british columbia that whole area is just absolutely beautiful it was uh it was a really nice place to play and then um yeah one year there and then it was right to west point from there
0: growing up is just when do you start playing hockey um when does it become i mean were you on the skates really early or did you, did you pick up
1: the sport a little later or um i don't think it was i think it was probably right about on par maybe like six or around there i know uh my neighbor, growing up, was the one who just kind of dragged me with uh, with his son, who's still a good friend of mine, uh, to like just a little instructional thing, and that's where I kind of started to like hockey, and then um, from there, I played youth hockey in Allen, I think, up until uh, high school, yeah, and then uh, from there, it's kind of when I started bouncing around from New Hampshire to Canada to West Point, New York. I was reading something that I was reading a quote from, uh, Brian Riley, army,
0: army's hockey coach about, you, and when he was saying, you know, six, six foot five, you know, he's pretty hard to miss guy. Um, was was there? Were you involved in any other sports, or was was pretty much hockey? Yet, because somebody thinks like six foot five, maybe maybe a basketball. You're dribbling a basketball somewhere, but uh, you know, was it was it pretty much steady hockey for you? or?
1: Um, I was actually really into lacrosse growing up. I'd say up until maybe like junior year of high school, or yeah, right around high school time is where I kind of put my focus into hockey. But growing up, like hockey and lacrosse were neck and neck with each other. Like I love, I love playing both sports. And then uh, any athlete, once you get older, you kind of, once you start to realize that you might have some potential in something, you obviously have to sacrifice a little bit. And for me it was giving up lacrosse, but no, I definitely loved it growing up. There's some, uh, some similarities with hockey and lacrosse,
0: no doubt, right? I mean, do you think that anything from lacrosse that you were able to build, uh, bring to the, to the ice or uh, anything that you learned in lacrosse or no?
1: Um, I think as a lot of hockey players play lacrosse, and I think a lot of it is just, um, obviously, the way the seasons line up. And then um, I wouldn't say there's too much carryover between the two sports. Obviously, lacrosse is pretty physical, but not as physical as hockey. But um, it's, it's pretty technical and, uh, like, footwork and foot speed, which is, I think, something that, especially in today's hockey game, um you really need like the game has transformed so much into if you if you can't skate at an elite level you're not going to make it which is something that definitely wasn't a thing even maybe five six years ago in my opinion but now it's 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 a skating game which i think when you're younger if you can play sports soccer lacrosse anything that's just foot speed and you're taking hockey seriously it's just another good thing to add to your skill set do you think um, your time? I'm
0: guessing your time in British Columbia playing junior juniors and also that that extra prep school time got you prepared for West Point, and were you able to pretty much take the ice almost feel like pretty comfortably take the ice, and you thought you would be able to make an impact pretty much your freshman year?
1: Yeah, obviously, um, going in my freshman year, they had just come off a really good year, and they had they lost some pretty good pieces from their graduating class, so. Going in, obviously, we knew the myself and all my classmates knew that we had a pretty good chance to come in and help the team win some games. And uh, I actually was out of the lineup for the first game um, my freshman year. And then I want to say for about half the year, it was just um, obviously you're new to a team. I was young. I was probably a little underdeveloped and I had to work for it. I mean, similar to the position I'm in now, my first year playing pro, it's uh a lot of time on the fourth line a lot of a lot of heavy minutes but uh no i think it's i think it was great i mean in my first year i kind of got to play every side of the puck fourth line top lines got a little special teams time but uh no i mean uh west point was just awesome our our coaching staff there they're so good at skill development and um obviously the work ethic associated with the academy just kind of speaks for itself and um i give a lot of my development credit to all the assistant coaches and coach Riley who who have been there throughout my four years there. But yeah, I'd say that's where you learn a lot in juniors, but I think once you get to colleges or major junior, if you're taking that around hockey is kind of, I think where you really separate yourself.
0: Yeah. And you were able, after that freshman year, you were able to uh, definitely, you know, find a groove scoring and being one of the leaders also on the team. Um, I guess the last three years you led, led uh, the black Knights in scoring um, I guess that your senior year was a little bit different, right? With getting a chance to start and start to play, and then dealing with COVID. How um, what yeah. was that, what was what was that like for, for you? For you, think after you know you have yeah. two solid seasons on the ice, get off to a good start senior year, and then you know it's done.
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely uh, tough to tough pill to swallow having your senior year kind of canceled. With uh we were one day away from our first playoff series, and um. We kind of, I think we all kind of knew it was coming in about the week leading up to it. But um, no, it was uh, really unfortunate for myself and the guys who graduated with me. But, um, you know, obviously, there's with the whole COVID situation, there's more important things than playing hockey. So um, I think they made the right decision. And uh, it's hard, but um, luckily for myself, I was able to keep playing. But I feel more for my teammates where they played their last game, not knowing it two weeks before they found out, which, which is hard for them.
0: Yeah, no doubt. How how does um the opportunity with Rochester come about? How, can you talk us through that? Yeah. How that, how that happens for you? I know that, you know, like you said, your senior year, you know, didn't end the way you wanted to, but then here's an opportunity to, to keep on playing. So,
1: Yeah, it was honestly, uh, I think going into my senior year, like obviously you, uh, like, every, every hockey player's dream is to play pro hockey. But, uh, you know, after going to West Point and um, going through there, like, as I started to feel better on the ice and better and better, I, like, it's in, – in the back of my head, it was just always kind of like, I wonder if I'll get a chance here. And then, um, fortunately, my senior year, uh, the West Point um, athletic staff uh, and a lot of people in Washington um, – really put in a lot of work to allow us to play, which is um, something I'm really grateful for. I think it's a great, a great thing for the military. And um, I think it just highlights all the great things that West Point produces. I mean, obviously, it produce the best leaders in the world. But then you also get to see the side of it where you have you have the smartest and brightest kids coming in. And you developing i think just a wider range but uh which is great to see we got a guy playing baseball football hockey soccer it's uh it's a great look for the academy and i think it is for the army but uh yeah once i got the um once we found out the season was over um it was pretty quick i want to say it was about a week or two weeks later um uh, uh, i'd gotten some calls from um, our coaches and uh coaches from various teams and um there was a few teams that I had been talking to and when I met with the or talked with the Rochester staff I really liked uh just kind of their development philosophy and obviously they had a big staff change shortly after I signed but um just the culture up there just seemed like a really good fit which is uh why I chose to go there and I'm really glad I did
0: yeah um you you had your you, like you said you had some options and then you chip you choose to be you know you choose Rochester and that's a Buffalo Sabers um top minor league affiliate for the Sabers what was um was there any uh, how did you prepare for that because I know you're not like you, your season ends in, in in college but how how did you um what are some of the things you did kind of to get ready for that next big step for you.
1: Yeah, that was definitely the hardest part, in my opinion, just with the season ending in what March and then (laughs) we didn't end up start playing until February. So (laughs) an 11 month turnover, it's uh, that was really hard for me just to and I think a lot of guys um, who are kind of all in the same position just to it's hard to maintain training habits and just kind of the mental grind of putting five, six hours of work in every day for 11 months. But uh, for myself as a bigger guy, and I think uh, it's pretty common across the board for guys my size is um, my training focus in the gym is always just explosiveness and um, foot speed and things like that. Um, I knew going in this year that just given um, my first year and kind of my size, I think going in, I knew that was going to be more of a heavy role, whereas at Army being one of the top scorers, you get a little more leash here and there. But uh, yeah, it was just uh, my training focus, honestly. And I think what helped me a lot early on when I was struggling there was just knowing that um, just relying on what I'm good at. And, you know, in the off season, you really had to kind of build that self-trust, pretty much training by yourself for 11 months. So were you able to
0: get on the ice at all, or were you able? Was there a p- place uh, locally that you were able to get on the ice, or?
1: Yeah, I was able to skate. I was pretty fortunate. I know a lot of guys weren't able to, but I was able to get on the ice pretty often, a couple of times a week. But uh, most of my gym stuff, I pieced together a gym in uh, the basement of my parents' house, and that kind of became my little hub for the summer. But yeah, it'll be really nice this summer finally being able to you know, have a good group to train with and just kind of build that little extra energy on days where you're feeling it a little bit. No doubt. Um, what do you
0: remember about your debut for the Americans? Is there anything that you you, re- you remember about that? Because
1: that's got to be a day that, you know, you you look forward to for a, yeah. long, for a
0: yeah. long time. So,
1: Yeah, it was a little funky, to be honest, because it was the first time I played a game without fans. I remember, like, like hop on the ice for warm-ups, like, jumping around, smiling, and I'm like... Like where's the energy here? Like, but no, after it, you get used to it pretty quick without the fans, believe it or not. But uh, no, the first game it was it was awesome. I mean, fortunate enough, I was able to make a pretty good play in like I want to say the first period um, to get my first uh, point professionally, and that was just I think I remember that feeling. It was just like you sit down on the bench and you like take a deep breath and you're like, well, I just I'm playing pro hockey and I just made a playoff, and it was a, it was a cool moment for me definitely.
0: No doubt. How about your first goal? What well, you, 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 have some, uh, you still have some,
1: uh, good yeah. memories of that. Yeah, that was, uh, it was awesome. I had been, um, I, I want to say like the five or six games before that I've been a little snake bitten and just post close calls. And then, uh, yeah, I was down in Utica and it was a really, really good game. And I ended up, um, net the game winner, um, I think pretty late in the third and it was, yeah, it was really cool. And I know, uh, all The guys jumping on me after the game, but uh, yeah, it's really. We had a lot of rookies this year, which uh, it was pretty special to see you know, when someone gets their first point, first goal, or first game, just um, how excited just the bench is and how exciting it is for whoever's involved. What do you think was the difference? Uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, between
0: the college hockey and that the the, the pro level, is, is there that much of a difference there? Is that they, yeah, you know, every any other sport they say the speed of the game is definitely changes. I mean, yeah. did you did you find it out pretty quickly that the speed of the game was a little different
1: at the oh, Pro yeah. yeah. I remember uh first day of training camp. I remember I got off the ice and I was just like, Holy, like I was like, I looked awful out there. These guys like it's crazy. Like you touch you touch the puck and you got a couple like you have a split second before like either someone's hitting you or they're just taking it from you. But yeah, it was uh, well you gotta it' It's like a it's like a weird concept when you think about it, like you go to college, you have a good career and then you go to the next level and it's like every team's best college player, every European team's best player and every Canadian major junior league's best player. It's just the the depth is I definitely the biggest jump. And then once you get that kind of depth, guys are just um, like the like guys playing on the bottom line they have the same they have the same capabilities, whether they play a little harder or a little more skilled, but it's just the depth and the lack of time and space, I think, is the biggest adjustment for guys coming out of college. Yeah. And it seemed like once you got that first goal, I
0: mean everything kind of like settled in for you, right? I mean you got on a little bit of roll finding the back of the net. I mean, was that just just getting that first one in, you know, through or what, what do you think that
1: was? Um yeah, uh, I think it's a little bit of that obviously once you get your first one, you throw the monkey off your back and you sail off into the sunset. But, no, I think uh, our coaching staff was really, really, really good with just communication with us. And um, I want to say it wasn't too long before that first goal I got brought into the principal's office, as we say, <laughs> and got the little uh, kick in the butt. And, uh, you know, they were really good at just, they were just honest and they were like, here's what you're doing well. And here's, if you want to play, this is what you got to do. And I kind of bought into like the, the identity that they kind of saw that would help me the most. And um, I think during that stretch where I was um, on the stat sheet a lot, I was playing more just because of how hard and committed I was playing to my identity and kind of the team's identity.
0: Yeah. And I guess when, when, um, Maybe it's almost like Sunday was the last game, but I mean, you, you seem to be in a pretty good groove. Were you? Did you wish it was a, you had a couple more games to play after that? Or I mean, what, what, what were your thoughts there?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was it's difficult just because there was no playoffs, so there was like uh, our group did a really good job at kind of always just just taking it one game at a time, kind of approach. But it was definitely weird. It's just. Like, certain, like, it's how, how mad can you get over a loss when you're not losing the playoff spot? But at first, that's what I kind of thought it would be like. But, again, everyone who's an athlete is a competitor. So, the second the puck drops, it's you're doing anything you can to win. But, uh, no, I mean, obviously, when the season comes to an end, it's a little sad. I mean, a lot of those guys I won't be able to play with again, or hopefully I'm able to, um, whether in Rochester or maybe a couple of years down the road. But, um yeah, I, th- I think I would have liked to play a few more games, honestly. We had a few canceled because of COVID, and then after 11 months off, I'll take all I can get. Right, absolutely,
0: absolutely. Um, So right now, I guess you had signed a year, uh, one-year contract, so right now it's it's kind of the season has just ended. Teams are trying to get their everything settled on their side of what they want to do in the future. Right now it's just you're kind of waiting to see what the next step is for you, uh, where, where the next uh, – um. The next if
1: it's back with um rochester or if there might it may be somewhere else yeah so i just um just today actually just resubmitted my um my packet to west point which will eventually make its way up um up to washington um just to kind of check in and make sure that i'm doing the right things and uh, promoting west point and the military and being a good image for them after they give me this amazing chance to play. So um, that's kind of step one. And then um, once I get to go ahead from them to continue playing for another year, um, hopefully by then I'll have the contract figured out for next year. And then uh, from there, it's once you get that going, just train and try to be in the best shape possible going into camp. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, growing up
0: when you're when you're playing, going through juniors, is there – Do you have a favorite hockey player? Is there somebody that you kind of look up to? Is this somebody that maybe down the road you want to see in a game, possibly down
1: the road that you want to share the ice with, so to speak? Yeah, I mean, I think, God, if I was to play against one guy, I think it'd have to be Bergeron on the Bruins. I grew up a huge Bruins fan, and uh, he's been there so long, and he's just he's one of the best players in the world. Just he's. He's just the most consistent probably hockey player I've I've ever seen at all three zones of the ice. So uh, yeah, I think if I had to pick one, I'd say maybe line up against him for a face off would be pretty cool. That'd be a special moment.
0: Yeah, awesome. So you grew up in Providence, right?
1: Or no? Uh right around Providence, yeah. Everything yeah. around is basically touching each other. So
0: And did you were you able to go to minor league hockey games when you were a kid or did you do that yeah. or
1: Yeah, I went to a few P. Browns games and then um Providence College had a team, um, a good D one team. We used to go there a lot, um, and then a, a few Bruins games here and there. But yeah, I think uh, the PC Friar games, I think, were probably where I went most.
0: I got you, got you. I wasn't sure, like growing up. So you were, you were, but you were a Bruins fan growing up, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. Gotcha, uh, and then you come and then you come to West Point, right? And then you get it's the crazy, with the Rangers, the Islanders, and the Devils yeah. and that kind of stuff, right? And I don't know, but then I mean, West Point's roster is so national. I mean, you got guys from all over the place. So you, I bet you, did you find any Bruins fans on the on the, on, the, on as teammates or no?
1: Yeah, we had a couple. Uh, we had a lot of guys from Mass. Um, I'd say Mass is probably just the most consistent where we get like two, at least two a year. But, uh, yeah, we did have a pretty wide spray. We had California, South Dakota, a bunch from Texas, yeah. But um, I honestly don't even know if we had any any Rangers fans. We didn't have many New York guys. We were a couple upstate guys that were diehard Sabres fans and wearing their Bill's jerseys every day of the rink. But, uh, yeah, no, I, yeah. It was, um, we went to one Rangers game when I was down there. It was a really fun time.
0: Nice didn't really ask you about maybe some of your favorite memories as an army hockey player. Do do
1: any stick out Do Any moments stick out for you? Yeah, there's a couple. Um, I think the first, the first one that really jumps out at me was, uh, we were out at air force and, uh, I, I don't remember the stat, but it had been a while since we, we'd won out there and even won against them. And we, I think we swept them that weekend. It was like the big army air force weekend. Um, it was really cool. And then um, we played one game at Fenway, which was a really cool experience. Um, i had actually done it once before in high school, but um, at the college level, I thought it, uh, it was definitely a little more cool atmosphere. Um, yeah, and then personally, we had a couple, couple of really cool games. Um, my senior year, I think, yeah, I had a nice uh, shootout winner in front of, like, a sold-out building, which was really cool. And then um, playoffs one year, a uh, nice OT goal, nice um, against our against uh, Coach Riley's Coach Riley's kids over at Mercyhurst. Gotcha. What, what
0: when when I uh, talk about Tate Rink as a, uh, a venue and a, a place to play when that place is packed? What what
1: was it like to you know be on that ice? Oh, it's awesome. Our fans are the fans there are just incredible. Uh, I actually still keep in touch with uh, a few fans that have that kind of really touched me throughout the four years. But um, we get everything from obviously cadets coming to the game, uh, all the the faculty and staff throughout West Point, And then we have so much support from just the local area. It's uh, when that place is when it's packed, it's it's definitely uh, one of the cooler college drinks to play. And obviously the atmosphere kind of speaks for itself being on West Point campus. But, uh, yeah, the fans are especially some of those like RMC Air Force games where everyone's jumping up and down it's It's really fun, so much history too with the program, right yeah. I mean it's, what
0: what made you coming out? what made you pick army? just what what attracted you there?
1: Yeah, well, I was actually really fortunate um, where I went to high school was actually with Coach Riley's son, Brandon. And that's how I kind of found out about West Point. And to be honest, I I didn't, I knew nothing about West Point. I didn't even know it existed really. And then my senior year, um, I had, I think I had emailed coach Riley and then he obviously had seen me play and um, he expressed he'd like to have me come down for a visit. And uh, I remember I called like my mom and dad and they're like, I'm like, Hey, I want to go check out this army school. And they're like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 you're not going to the army. Like, no, no, no. And then uh, I think the next day, my dad uh, was telling one of his his friends who knew a guy who went to West Point. He's like, you should probably go check that school out. So the next day, my dad's like, all right, let's go check it out. Yeah, so I went down there and uh, I just kind of fell in love with it. It's I think it's for a, like a first impression, like West Point just blows you away. It doesn't matter who you are, whether you're just visiting or you're there as a potential um, cadet. It's... It's just a beautiful campus, all the history, and it's just, yeah. I had, I remember when when I was leaving, my parents and I were just like, "What? What was all that? That was crazy." But
0: <laughs> was it was there any was there another school in the, in the mix there, or was it pretty much after that was that
1: um, the West Point? I had a few schools that were interested in me, but um, my biggest thing, and uh, I really didn't want to go out and play your juniors unless I had a a commitment from school, just because at the time, maybe just glass half empty thinking, but um, no, I was fortunate enough to get the chance. I think it was around January time, my senior year. um, I got the call saying Army uh, wanted to have me on the team, and I think I took it right on the spot and never looked back. Wow. And
0: now, I guess, you know, um, I guess tomorrow is uh, graduation for – you know, some of your, some of your former teammates, um, you know, that's, that's a, that's a big day. Right. And I mean, uh, yeah, it was a little different, um, last year, but that's, that's quite an accomplishment, right. Dom to get through four years of West point and to be a a, a high level athlete too at the Academy. What was there a sense of accomplishment when you, uh, when you received, you know, your, your diploma, so to speak for your college degree from West point.
1: Yeah, that was, that little like the moment where everyone throws the hat in the air, I think that'll probably go down as one of the most memorable experiences of my life. It was just, you just feel all the weight of stress, exams, people yelling at you. Um, just, yeah, it's a lot of emotions or for me personally, it was, um, right after graduation. But, um, yeah, for these guys, it's awesome that their families are able to attend. Um, it's, it's, it's really special. I think seeing it for three years before myself, um, how, how nice it is just to share all the accomplishments with uh, your family when you're in. So I'm really happy that West Point's able to bring in all the families to celebrate it. And uh, I'm sure tomorrow's going to be a great day for them. Nice. So what's
0: up? What's in your, your immediate feature? Is it just training? Are you, do you,
1: yep. Um, Sorry, could you say that again?
0: Sure. What's in your your immediate feature? Is it just training? Are you doing anything uh, like you say? Um, to, uh, is there anything uh, with the army that you're doing to promote? You know what your what your uh, what your mission yeah, is right now? So, um,
1: it was kind of unfortunate. Um, this being my first year, just with all the COVID protocols, we were really limited on um, kind of what we could do physically. So I'm I'm really excited. Um, last year I was able to work with a couple of youth teams to help out with skill stuff, and uh, yeah, I think over this over the summer, especially now that things are going to be back to normal, it'll be it'll be really nice for me to be able to get out and uh, and just endorse West Point and Army hockey because um, obviously they've had a lot more success lately, but it's it's an unbelievable program, and if if you can use hockey to get to the arguable best college in the world. It's, it's a no brainer.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, coach Riley, I mean, you talked about him early on, we had him on a podcast during the season and just what he was dealing with, with the whole COVID protocols and stuff like that. I mean, they had, they had a for everything that they dealt with, they had a pretty successful season might not have ended the way they wanted it to, but I mean, what can you say about uh, coach Brian Riley and what he has done for you and maybe, you know, maybe some of the things that, you do now in a, a
1: practice or a game might remind you of uh Westboro. Yeah. yeah, he is uh he is one of the greatest coaches and people I've ever met. is his ability his just care for every one of his players whether they played for one year, whether they were managers or anyone who kind of crossed his path immediately kind of joined his family which was I think what what makes that atmosphere, locker room team so special. It's uh his ability just to bring everyone together. And I know to this day, I still talk to him if I ever needed anything or someone who graduated 10 years ago, ever needed anything. He'd pick up right away, put down what he's doing and help out, which uh, speaks a lot about himself and his character. I think they had a video
0: of him uh, telling the team that uh, Trevin Kozlowski and Colin uh, Bailica got all American honors or first team. And, just you could see the camaraderie in the in that locker room, right? Yeah, I, mean, yeah. just, I mean, it's just like, holy – I mean, that's something special. That's not something that you just um, – you know, happens happens o- overnight. It's definitely a, created. And, man, I bet you when you first come in there, it's there. And
1: through the years, it just builds up for
0: for, for a player personally, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's especially with a lot of the environment too. Like West Point and the Army, it's it, embraced the suck together. And uh, you know, like you see it when you go up to the rink, Some guys are having a bad day. Immediately, there's three guys throwing them around, cheering them up. It's yeah, it's uh, it's a it's really nice to just have that automatic support network. After, going through West Point and all the struggles, and obviously you have your bad days, and some days you got more on your plate than you know what to deal with. So it's having that group and that and the the culture that Coach Riley is built for geez they've been there way too long <laughs> yeah yeah he's right. the Riley family yeah. right I mean yeah. there's it's yeah. been oh, nothing yeah. else at West Point Hockey yeah. forever he understands it. the academy and the grind so well it's just it fits so perfectly with how he handles himself and how he handles coaching so
0: just one last one Um uh, I guess we we kind of talked about this a little bit but how, how did you feel just to sum it up how did you feel about your your rookie season with the Rochester Americans and how much are you really looking forward to the future um, and building off that?
1: Yeah, I thought um, I thought I had a great first year. If you look at it holistically, obviously you uh, I talked to my coach pretty early on. He's just like, Dom, I'll be honest in training camp. We were like, I don't know if this guy's got it, but uh, you know, at the end playing so well and picking up pretty big minutes in games, um, you know, it's a, it's a development based league. And I think for myself, Um, uh, just the amount of improved and work ethic. And I think that's one of the biggest things that pro hockey transforms. It's, it's no longer like you work, you have practice. And then if you're not doing an hour and extra stuff, whether that's stretching on ice workout or something, it's, you get left behind. There's every year, there's a new group of players and every year guys are getting better. So it's, yeah, it's it takes it definitely takes a pretty elite level of commitment to um extra work, but um, no, I think I put myself in a good position to keep building on that this summer and hopefully uh next year hit the ice running awesome. This is the um 40th uh episode
0: of Black Knight Nation podcast according to Apple uh, podcast. So, Dom, you're on the 40th, you know, I'm sorry to be here. We're, we're, get, we're getting up there. You can follow us on the this will be on uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, all the podcast platforms, as well as YouTube. We have the Black Knight Nation uh, YouTube channel that you could uh, re-watch this on. We really appreciate a few minutes of uh, your time tonight, Dom. That really appreciate that and uh, all the best to you down the road with your uh, future in hockey and also uh, down the road with what your future in the in the military when that comes
1: to that, to that point. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. It was great to be on here and uh, congrats on the 40 episodes.
0: Hopefully we'll do 40 more and maybe we'll get you on again, Dom.
1: Awesome. Yeah. I'd love to.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Have a good night, man. All
1: right. Thank you. Bye.